0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Rachel Callison-Rabatton about her Escape Collection wedding on a rainy day at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about her plans and how her plans changed a little bit and how everything turned
1: out. So welcome, Rachel. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be speaking with you.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Let's start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have an Escape Collection wedding at Walt Disney World.
1: So Chad and I aren't really what I think of as a Disney couple to start with. We had planned on having a pretty big wedding back here in Northern Virginia, but a series of unfortunate events culminating in the fact that we're both professional firefighters and it was nearly impossible to find a date that would work for both of our schedules. We were trying to find a date or a venue that would accommodate us and throughout this whole Process. I kept joking around to my family and to Chad that, you know, if this doesn't work out, we're just gonna we're just gonna get married in Disney World. It's just gonna happen. I had a friend who got married in Canada at the Canada Pavilion, and I, I loved the pictures and everything. So as we decided that maybe a traditional wedding here wasn't gonna work, I started to pushed the idea a little bit further with my parents and with his parents saying, you you know, we're going to get married in Disney World. And I think they probably regret humoring me saying, yeah, Rachel, whatever you say, you can get married in Disney World because we ended up getting married in Disney World.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what were their reactions when they found out it was really for real happening at Walt Disney
1: World? I think both mothers, my mom and my mother-in-law, were... A little nervous that it was going to maybe be like kids birthday party you know kind of cheesy and but the dads were totally laid back about it and of course Chad was supportive he said I plan the engagement so you plan the wedding wherever you want and tell me the date and I'll be there so but they warmed up to it after a while once they saw how excited I was about it so and then once they got down there it was great that's cool did
0: you ever consider Wishes or did you know you wanted to do the escape package all along?
1: We very, very briefly thought about Wishes just because we really pushed the 18-person guest count limit. Chad has a lot of family on his side and we had to really pick and choose who was invited. So we I had talked to my dad about Wishes, but it just just pushing it over the guest count limit from Escape to Wishes. It was just going to make the minimum too high. And I figured we would just do the, like a lot of Disney brides do. I think we just did a party a couple weekends ago here and it was super low key and all the family got to be invited. So everybody got to be part of the wedding party in the end.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's a really great solution because a lot of times those people don't really want to travel all that way anyway, and so this way they can celebrate with you back at home.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Grandma couldn't travel to Disney, but she could travel up here for uh, the party, so that was nice. Yeah,
0: oh, that's wonderful.
1: So, did you max out your eighteen guests? We did. We maxed out eighteen guests, and we actually had one more guest join us for our catered dinner and for our dessert party.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, great how did you handle that with them? Like, did, were they totally cool with that? Or
1: was it a last minute thing? (laughs) It was kind of last minute. So it was a family friend of ours. It was his girlfriend and his girlfriend's parents have a, have a timeshare beach house down in Orlando. So they went and they, he and his girlfriend stayed with her parents. And so while he was at the wedding, with his mother, she stayed with her parents, got to have some time with them, and then they dropped her off and she joined us later. So it was, it was a good compromise because I had never met her before, but she got to come to the dessert party so it wasn't as formal, and she got some time with her parents.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. It sounds like it worked out really
1: well. Yeah, it, was, it worked out well.
0: <laughs> now, what venues did you choose for your ceremony, your dessert party, your reception, all of that?
1: originally we chose a ceremony at Seabreeze point with a catered dinner at the attic. And then we were going to be at Vikings landing for our dessert party. It did not work out that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Florida weather was crazy. And even the Floridians that we interacted with were like, we've never, this is not normal Florida weather. Normally we have afternoon rains, but it rained the entire time we were down in Disney. So the day before the wedding, I got an email from our planner, Natalia, and she said, just so we can clarify things, if we have to go to a rain backup location, here's pictures of the boardwalk ballrooms. And we were at dinner and I was speaking to Chad and our waiter came over, or the cast member came over and he is actually getting married on the on a Disney cruise line, he said, well, don't be afraid to email your planner and ask for a better location. (laughs) (laughs) So he suggested, you know, we ask for the attic since that was where our dinner was going to be. And I actually had remembered that in your book, Harbor Club Breezeway, the little patio underneath the stairs at the boardwalk was a backup location. So I emailed her immediately and said, what about Harbor Club Breezeway? Could we still have it outside? As long as it's not hurricane and raining into the breezeway, would it be possible? And she answered back that that's where we could move it. So we would play it by ear. And the next day, the boardwalk did decide that they were going to move us to our backup location, which ended up being relatively quiet because it was so rainy. Not many people were out walking around. (laughs)
0: Interesting. (laughs) That's a good point. And then was your dessert party, were you able to have that at Vikings Landing?
1: No, they moved us from Vikings Landing to UK Lockside. They said, we're going to upgrade you. So we came in through International Gateway. We had our dessert party at UK Lockside. And then we walked all the way over to the Living Seas to eat our dessert.
0: (laughs) Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's always funny to me that the Living Seas is a backup for UK Lockside because it's so far away. But I guess the alternative is, you know, that boring uh, world show place where they have the party for the senses, which is just a big black box.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And the aquarium, Chad and I were freaking out. we were like little kids, but it was a long, long walk for some of our guests.
0: Huh. Interesting. Okay. This is good to know. Now tell me a bit about your process for planning the wedding. Did you do any in-person planning, like trips to see the location or was it all over email and phone?
1: It was almost all over email. So I have kind of a crazy schedule. I work 24 hour shifts. So I would email Natalia at like 11.30 or midnight, and she would answer me by the next morning. And then really the only time we spoke to her on the phone was a week or two before the wedding, and she gave us a, about a five-minute run-through, and that was that. It seems like they're so good at, Disney fairy Tale Weddings is so good at putting on escape ceremonies that it's just like bam, 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 bam. You got it? Good we'll see you then. (laughs) (laughs) Did you
0: upgrade anything in the package or swap anything out?
1: We did. So we added some greenery arrangements for the chairs along the aisle. And then we added an altar arrangement and like swagging of some sort. The only disappointing part about that was once we went to the rain location, they couldn't hang the altar arrangement and they couldn't do anything with the swagging. So they put the altar arrangement on a table, which we stood in front of the whole time, and then they moved it to our room. So that was kind of, kind of a bust. And then the swagging, they didn't put up at all. So in hindsight, probably would not have gone with those, but it, it was fine and then we also added Reggie the silver Cadillac
0: It has a name.
1: (laughs) It does. It does. And that's how she referred to it. And I was so confused at first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting point you make about the decor, because usually people say, oh, yeah, be sure to get a lot of decor for your ceremony site, because if you get moved inside, then it'll help dress up, you know, a boring conference room. I'm surprised they weren't able to just drape the swagging. I mean, you still had chairs at Harbor Club Breezeway. That's very unusual. And they didn't give you your money back?
1: No, she had given me the option the day before when we had spoken about going inside versus the Harbor Club Breezeway of she, well, she informed me up front that if we were at Harbor Club Breezeway, we wouldn't be able to do the swagging. And she did give me the option to cancel it, but I just crossed my fingers and hoped that it wasn't going to rain. And it was really sunny that morning and it started raining around one (laughs) o'clock,
0: Ah, oh, but that's good that you did have the option. That's good to know. Yes, yes. Now, can you give my listeners a basic timeline for
1: how the day ran? Sure. So, it <laughs> it started kind of crazy. So, we got to Beach Club Resort 2 days before the wedding, and we noticed that there was a sign on the dresser that said there were going to be power outages the day of the wedding. <laughs> oh no. So I immediately emailed Natalia and explained the situation. I said, should we try? Because the power outages were supposed to start at 11 o'clock. And the timeline of the day between the hair and makeup artists and the photographers, we were supposed to be out of our room doing our first look around 12. And so I emailed her asking her, did she think that was enough wiggle room? And she responded, she had just went ahead and called Beach Club and got us a new room. So wow. the day started really, really early, probably around five o'clock because my sister and I had to go down to concierge to the front desk to get a new room and move all of the wedding stuff from our the room we were staying in to the first floor to the room we were going to get ready in. And we had to be out of there by one o'clock. So yeah. it was kind of a crazy morning. <laughs> wow. And then hair and makeup arrived, I think, around six It was Stacy with Fairytale Hair and Makeup, and she was awesome. She took care of my sister first, and they were just going on and on about makeup because my sister wants to be a makeup artist. And then she did my mom, and then myself, and then my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law had just finished chemo, so she was just makeup, which was easy. My mother-in-law steamed our dresses while we were getting ready, and then David and Vicky arrived Maybe around 10, 30, 11. I'm not sure because at that point I left my phone in the other room and I was just a mess. David from Trinity Wedding Cinemas also arrived, I guess, around noon. So we finished all that. We finished our getting ready photos. And then we went over to Beach Club Villas where we had our first look in the room with like the boat shaped bookshelf. Because we definitely knew we wanted to do a first look. Chad is not much of a crier. And I figured, well, you know, if he's not going to cry, if I'm not going to get the full effect walking down the aisle, we'll just do a first look. So we did our first look. We did some family pictures. And then I think about 2 o'clock, the limo arrived. and That was the limo that was included in the package. And they shuttled family from Beach Club to Boardwalk. And then Reggie, the silver Cadillac, took Chad over to Boardwalk. And then my parents and I got in Reggie once he came back. And then we went over to Boardwalk. So the ceremony started around 2.30. It was only about 20 minutes Chad's youngest brother officiated. He got ordained and everything going into it. So that was pretty exciting. So about 20 minutes for the ceremony. Then we did, I think we did our cake cutting We did speeches from Chad's older brother, the best man, speech from my sister, the maid of honor, and then we did dances. We did, Chad and I did our first dance. He danced with his mom. I danced with my dad. We kind of spoke to people here and there, and that was our hour, so the hour goes by really quick, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then... We left in Reggie the Cadillac, everybody went back upstairs, and we took some more photos with David and Vicky around the Boardwalk Resort this time. And everybody else just kind of hung out in the lobby because I had budgeted too much time between the end of the ceremony and the beginning amp dinner. So we didn't get to the attic until 5 o'clock. So everybody was kind of just like waiting around for an hour, which I think everybody was starting to get grumbly and tired. So Mm -hmm. we got to the attic around 5, and we were supposed to have it till 7. People started to leave. There was some transportation issues with the scooters that some of our guests had. So some people had to go back to the beach club to get their cars. So we probably left the attic around 630 And so once again, gave too much time, and we were hanging out outside of International Gateway, where the friendship boats dock for probably another hour until 8.45 when our uh, event guide kind of showed up and escorted us to UK Lockside, watched the fireworks, and then we made the long trek to Living Seas. We were there for not very long, maybe 30 or 45 minutes. And then everybody else kind of dispersed. And my family, Chad and I, we walked back to International Gateway. Everybody else went out the front gate of Epcot. And I think we were back in our room at Beach Club by 10 o'clock.
0: Got it. Okay. Now, with the dessert party, do you have any recommendations or your reception also? Any food
1: recommendations or dessert
0: recommendations?
1: So for food, Chad had two requests when we got married, and I couldn't honor one of them. So one of his other requests was he wanted barbecue at, (laughs) at our wedding. So that's what I did. I got the mac and cheese bites, corn on the cob, coleslaw, vegetables, cornbread, garlic bread, all that stuff. And then we had chicken thighs with barbecue sauce root beer pulled pork and shrimp and all of that was so good chad and i would go around and we try and find barbecue joints around this area around northern virginia and all that area and it was their barbecue was so delicious their pulled pork was so good and then for the dessert party we had originally planned on just having fondue like milk and white chocolate fondue, but my mom wanted more. So we added in white chocolate cheesecakes, the mini chocolate mousse domes and apple tarts. And the mini chocolate mousse domes were probably my favorite. They were like an Oreo cookie with chocolate mousse dipped in chocolate, but they were so good. I ate probably a gazillion. So (laughs) chocolate mousse domes, the best.
0: That's awesome.
1: And do you recommend your cake flavors? Yes, we had a marble cake with milk, chocolate, caramel filling, and honestly, I didn't have a full slice. I was so tired by the time we got back to our room, which they delivered our cake back to our room, but I didn't have any, and then a couple days later, Chad and I went to eat some, and it had gone bad (laughs) because... We had left it out. It was it was too big to put in the mini fridge that was in our hotel room. So we left it out thinking, oh, you know, it's cake. It'll be fine. Not thinking that, you know, Disney probably uses real buttercream and you can't leave buttercream out for like three days. So from what I remember, the little bite that we got when we cut the cake, it was delicious. And Chad said it was delicious, but I guess I'll have to, uh, we'll have to get another one made when we go back <laughs> because I didn't get to taste all of it.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely get a recreation. And for future couples who are thinking about this, you can actually have Bell Services put your leftover cake. It's kind of a drag because it's not in the room with you where you really need your cake. But if you <laughs> if you can't fit it in the fridge, Bell Services can put it in their fridge. So uh, hopefully you can get a recreation for your anniversary.
1: Yes, yes. And had I known that, I totally would have, you know, called <laughs> called up bell services at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, hey, I want
0: some cake. <laughs> <laughs> this is very important.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so when you
0: were planning, what were the most important aspects? Were you focused your time or you focused your
1: budget? Budget wise, so when I budgeted out our wedding, I tried to do our wedding and our honeymoon, which we spent a week in Disney after the fact. So I was really kind of focusing on our honeymoon and doing cool things for that. But uh, I think for the wedding, it was definitely like the decor, because I was really concerned that if we didn't have even a little bit of flowers, that it would look really bare if we had to go into a ballroom. So that's why I went with the swagging and the aisle greenery and the altarpiece and all that. But In the end, it didn't really matter that much. But the one thing that I did focus on that I was really excited about and I have for the rest of my life is going with David and Vicky instead of Disney because we were able to have David and Vicky with us all day long. I was really excited because we had two photographers. They're a married couple, so they kind of, to me, they understand, like, the specialness of a wedding day. And so probably photography was number one. Decor was number two, but photography definitely paid off. I was really happy with all of our pictures. Got it. Okay. And then what aspects were less important where you saved money or effort? Food. We didn't go crazy with food. Like I said, originally our dessert party was just going to be fondue. It was my mom asking for those last couple things that we added on. But I really tried to stick to the minimums that the attic had. And just make sure that we met that minimum. So I think I ended up cutting out a bunch of sides, and we only had one salad instead of two out of the uh, the sample menus that they send you that have like way more food than you ever need.
0: Right. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day?
1: <laughs> there's one with Chad, and there's one without Chad. So <laughs> let's hear them. <laughs> We'll start with the one with my husband. So as we were riding back to the front of Boardwalk, we were talking to the driver, and it was such a small world. The driver of the Cadillac was actually from our area, and he lived down the street from one of the firehouses up the road from us. So it was it was just such a small world having, you know, we just got married, and now we had this, this guy who spent... Whatever, fifty years in Northern Virginia, and he retired to Disney to drive Cadillacs. And I was like, "How <laughs> cool is that?" <laughs> and then the one, the one without Chad is my mom. My mom and I are super close, and uh, so Vicky and I were taking pictures in front of the big "This Way to the Boardwalk" sign, and uh, Mom and her little girl, who's probably four or five, I guess, walked up and they saw me in a wedding dress. And, you know, you're like, oh, it's a, it's a princess probably in the little girl's mind. And my mom walks over to the little girl and she goes, do you know, this is my daughter. She's getting married today. Do you know what she does for a living? And the little girl like is so confused. She's like, she's a firefighter. And you could tell the little girl was so confused because I was wearing a dress, but now she's saying she's a firefighter, and like, my, it's I just love my mom so much because she like she finds a reason to throw that out everywhere, and I was just, of course she found it on my wedding day. Oh, but I love <laughs> that
0: because little girls can be princesses and firefighters.
1: <laughs> exactly, and that's definitely me. <laughs> <sighs> Now, we talked about
0: the rain. Was there anything else that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected?
1: I definitely over budgeted time to get from location to location. Originally, we were gonna do the five o'clock ceremony at Seabreeze Point, and then it was going to be kind of one thing to another. So we were gonna do the five o'clock ceremony, dinner from like seven to nine, and then the dessert party from nine to 10.30 or whatever. And it was gonna go a little more smoothly. But I was really concerned about getting people from location to location. So I budgeted in like an hour to an hour and a half between the ceremony and dinner and then dinner and the, the dessert party. And it ended up being way too much time in between. People were sitting around. And like I said, they were getting kind of grumbly and it was rainy and it was humid. And so if I could do it again, I probably would have put it all close together. So... There was no time for for grumbling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand, or you were worried about, and then it turned out not to be?
1: Not really. I I read an article a few weeks before the wedding that was like the dangers of being a bride chilla, mm. and that was probably me. I was just I liked the escape option because I could say, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. And then I added on what I wanted. I didn't have to have like these crazy uh, specific visions. So I was, I was kind of concerned that maybe I wasn't like, I wasn't planning enough, but it turned out fine. Like I said, they do so many escape ceremonies that it went right on schedule.
0: That's so great. Now, besides the scheduling, was there anything else you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning?
1: Maybe not when I was planning the day of the wedding. I wish there had been someone there to say, you have invited probably a lot of adults to your wedding. If there's any issues, they can probably figure them out themselves. (laughs) There were a few instances in that day where people were coming to me for answers and I was panicking about finding them answers. And at the end of the day, I realized yeah, they, could, they can figure out their own answers. They can figure out how they're going to get from place to place. It, it was not necessary to stress about everybody else freaking out. I should have just let it go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any other tips or advice for future Disney
1: brides and grooms? don't be afraid of the rain. I kept telling myself, like, as soon as we decided on a Florida wedding, that if it rained, it rained. And there is nothing you can do about that. So worry about the things you can worry about. And just let go the things you can't like the weather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great advice.
1: Well, Rachel, thanks
0: so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's planning an escape collection event or worried about what's going to happen if it rains. And I appreciate your taking the time.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.